Thank you for joining us for this week's 908 message. 908 is a contemporary, student-led ministry based out of Concordia St. Paul. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We hope you join us some Wednesday night and are blessed through the words of our speaker. pray with me. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this evening, for the opportunity to gather together and worship and to hear your word. May it be a blessing to us. May it be refreshing to us. We thank you, Lord. I love you. Amen. Hi there. Uh, My name is Lydia Rose Grabo. I work for Camp Omega. I'm currently serving as the director of guest services. And I was asked to come here tonight to tell you guys a little bit about um, my story as a Christian, my walk in ministry, um, and just tell you, tell you a little bit about my tale. Um, so you should know, first of all, that I went to college at Bethany Lutheran Mankato, uh, home of the Vikings, high amid the trees I stood in Mankato, Minnesota. Um, and there I studied theatrical lighting design, specifically within theater, also English. But really, really my focus during my whole time there was to be a serious theatrical artist. Now, every summer I would uh, go to camp. I had the great fortune of working at a camp called Camp Mott's in Watertown, Wisconsin. It's a camp for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So in the summer I'd go to camp, do the whole camp thing, and I'd come back to school and I'd do the serious theatrical artist thing where I thought big thoughts and shone lights on people who said beautiful words. Um, And that was my entire focus. I spent hours in the theater just working and thinking big thoughts and shining bright lights. And that's uh, who I was, was a theater artist. And sometimes I did camp. And it came to my senior year of college, and everyone was kind of asking me, Lydia, what are you going to do? You're going to go into theater. Uh, What are you going to do? And it ended up that I was all set to go to uh, get my Master's of Fine Arts at Cal State Fullerton. Um, But the summer after I graduated from college, uh, Camp Motts and the director there had said, hey, Lydia, we're in kind of a transition. We'd really like it if you came back and kind of helped us out. And I was like, well, I have to go. They need me there. So I go back for this, this last summer, the one final summer of camp. And I was like, oh, I'm doing this great favor for these people and I'm gonna see them through this transition. And it completely wrecked me. It completely changed me. See, um, we had kind of restructured camp from a format Um, not unlike a group home kind of structure where you come in and do like eight hours and you do the camp thing, you do arts and crafts and all that good stuff, but you also, um, most of your job was taking care of the, of the participants there. So this final summer, uh, the change that I was helping with and being so thoughtful about being there for, um, was a complete change, a focus on ministry, a focus on um, being in the word and being in Um, authentic Christian community all together. And it was like, 
like a bomb went off in my head, like, oh, this is Christian community. This is what it is. This is what it is. And that summer, <laughs> our camp director had said, hey, Lydia, uh, you know, you could do this for a career. And I went, ha, ha, ha. Sure, Donald. And, <laughs> and we left it at that. I was like, I'm moving to California. And so the summer finishes. I go back home to Minnesota. I have like two days. I pack up all the worldly belongings that can fit into my uh, 2005 Mercury Sable. <laughs> Brand new hot rod. <laughs> and um, new to me, I should say. Um, and I drive to California. And the whole like three-day journey there was like, I don't know, this is, I'm, I kind of got the tummy wibbles. Um, but I think it's going through the Rocky Mountains. It was really hard. A lot of altitude change and I'm not used to that. I got to California and I'm having these conversations with my fellow graduate students and uh, with the professors there. And everything was just hitting me like, oh, is this how I sound? Is this what my focus is? Like, is this what I'm putting my time and energy into? Is like all these thoughts about how people interact with each other and how you're viewed by one another and what who got what show, and what does that mean? Um, and it just all felt fake and wrong. And I was like, is this the Lydia that I want to be? And then what happened was I got hit with a severe stomach bug. And by that, I mean I experienced my first real bout of anxiety in my adult life. <laughs> and I went to the doctor and I said, hey, man, I think it was driving through the Rocky Mountains, but I have the stomach flu. And he was like, no. <laughs> You don't. You moved from Minnesota to California and what you're experiencing is anxiety. And I said, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but it was, it was, he was right, of course. Um, and once I kind of, I realized that, I was like, perhaps it's because I'm not where I ought to be. And I called Donald back and I said, hey, Donald, remember that time in the summer you told me that I could do this for like, a real adult job? And he said, yeah. And I was like, was that real? <laughs> and he said, I'm gonna call you back in less than 24 hours. And he did, and he had three options for me. Um, in the Midwest, working in a ministry with adults with disabilities. And so I packed up all the belongings back into my Mercury Sable. I drove back this time with my father and my youngest brother. And that's, I. I did adult, adult ministry with um, people with disabilities. And in the months that it took me to kind of decide what route I was going with the options he gave me, um, I had a lot of opportunity to really sit and think like, who am I? <laughs> I'm no longer Lydia the serious theater artist. Um, that doesn't apply to me. So who am I? And the conclusion I came to was, I'm a Christian, I know that. And I'm also a Christian who's never read the entire Bible. That seems problematic to me. So I decided to read the entire Bible. And in that um, reading, didn't do it in a day, to be clear. It was over the course of a year. Um, <laughs> over the course of the year, I, I read, read the Bible thanks to a reading plan developed by someone much smarter than I. Um, and the conclusion I sort of left with was, King David is rad. <laughs> and Psalm 23 is, I think, one of the most excellent examples of that. 
I want to read this together again. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David wrote that psalm uh, in one of the darkest places of his life, and I think that's just an incredible example of the kind of faith that David had, that in, in the depths of it, in the muck of it, what he said was, God, you lead me in paths of righteousness. You lead me beside still waters. You restore my soul. And my prayer that following year kind of turned into, Lord, give me a heart like David. Because um, I know that I'm going to screw up. I know that I'm going to define myself incorrectly. I know that I'm going to get distracted or not hear the things that I need to hear. But you are still doing your work. You are still doing the work of restoring my soul and leading me where I need to go. Even when I don't know where that is, even when I've been blatantly ignoring the people that you've set before me to say, hey, it's this. <laughs> That's what God does. And I've been blessed in that, in this journey since then. Um, He's led me, continued to lead me kindly and gently to still waters, even when I don't always realize them. Even now, I'm, I'm in a wonderful place. I'm doing a job that I love. But even now, there are moments where I'll be beside still waters. Literally, like last summer, I was lifeguarding, and I was sitting beside a perfectly placid lake, angry because I was waiting for a group to show up to canoe, and they were late, and I was like... These kids, I've got paperwork to do, I've got scheduling to do, I've got spreadsheets to tend to, and God had given me an opportunity to take a break, to pause, to reflect on his goodness, and I was sitting there raging. Fortunately, God is also good, and I looked up at one point and said, wow, this is a really beautiful day. <laughs> and God had mercy on me that I could take that moment and really acknowledge it and be less grumpy before children showed up because they were just there to canoe and have a good time. And sometimes kids run late because that's what they do, because they're humans. <laughs> so I continue, continue to be blessed by God's goodness and God's restoration of my soul. And I really challenge you guys, as you're walking your journey that's not always linear, um, going in a direction that sometimes you think is right, and honestly, you just have to move because that's the direction life goes is onward. Um, take a moment and look for the times where God is leading you beside still waters. Pay attention to the still small voice that he speaks to you, or sometimes in the really loud voice of a camp director who says, what you doing? 
pay attention because he's doing that work. God is active and he's, he's in your life. I ask that you pray with me again. Dear Lord, I ask that you bless all of these people that you've gathered to this space. Uh, bless the journeys that they are on. Continue to work in them, Lord, as we know that you are. Um, most of all, Lord, the work that you have already done that is completed in them, the work that won their salvation through sending your son, Jesus Christ, to suffer and die and rise again. Um, may they live knowing that whatever decisions they make or whatever path they're on, that they're redeemed children of God, and that's who they are. We thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Go in peace.